Rasta Jeff, you bad motherfucker. Oh shit, Rasta Jeff in the house. Greetings from Podcastville. This episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast is brought to you by my friends at SeedsHereNow.com. SeedsHereNow.com offers seeds from all of the industry's leading breeders, including TH Seeds, Swamp Boys Genetics, and of course, Irie Genetics. Everything at SeedsHereNow.com is backed by an award-winning satisfaction guarantee, and for my friends on a tight budget, SeedsHereNow.com offers several packs for under $30, as well as amazing monthly sales. Make sure to use coupon code GFYH10 while checking out to save a few bucks. Once again, that is coupon code GFYH10 while checking out at SeedsHereNow.com. go welcome to the show podcast world i'm your host my friends call me rasta jeff this is episode number 700 of the grow from your heart podcast in this episode i am joined by my by my buddy white mike of course we've been dabbing pre-show a little bit so words are harder than they should be today i will introduce white mike in just a moment before we get to that part of the show let's do some shout outs to a few of those great folks who have continued to support the show on Patreon. Let's kick it off with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you. Shout out to a good friend, Tree Star Meadow. Let's send a big fist bump and a thank you. Shout out to a longtime supporter, my buddy, Kurt Z. Let's send a special thank you. Shout out to Easy 57 I want to send a fist bump to Zoso J and Tonto. Let's send a big fist bump to Danky Dave. I want to send a thank you. Shout out to Sacred Tree Organic Farms. Let's send a big fist bump and a thank you. Shout out to 716 Vibes. I want to send a big fist bump to Uncle Gigi. Shout out to JG and Bongstein Bear. Big thanks to my buddy Chicago Dabber. Then let's wrap it all up with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you. Shout out to Pro Brewer Home Grower. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need is right there on the screen. Of course, I do include those links in the show notes and the video description to make it nice and easy for all of my friends. I made it through the intro. Let's get to the part of the show where we intro my buddy, White Mike. White Mike, welcome to the show, brother. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show, bro. This is a good opportunity while I catch my breath from spitting out that intro so loud and fast. Uh, would you like to tell everybody how they can stalk you on social media, plug any uh, stuff you'd like to plug right now? Um, if you're looking to find me on social media, you can follow me on Twitter at, at NemoPunk15, or you can find me on Facebook at Pueblo for Sensible Cannabis Laws. NemoPunk15, you guys, NemoPunk15 and Pueblo for Sensible Cannabis Laws. Mike, I think I've asked you a long time ago, uh, and if this isn't appropriate for the show, we can edit it out. Where did NemoPunk15 come from? What the hell does that mean, bro? So the 15 is the age when I came up with the handle. Wow. I was creating my first Hotmail account. Like, that's how old that is. So I, I don't necessarily want to say the number of years that account has been around, but that was my first Hotmail account way back in the day, and it has just survived. And when I first created a Twitter handle, I did it as a joke so that I could hassle a Huffington Post live personality on Twitter and like i never thought it would go anywhere and then here we are i don't know a decade later <laughs> all right that's the story 15 comes from well that's the 15 what what's nemo punk um just nemo is known for latin and that movie wasn't out yet and um i was a little punk <laughs> i know you still and uh complicated <clears throat> you're a good dude now you're an adult now but if we would have known each other uh in our teens we would have gotten in a lot more trouble than we did uh, and yeah, without yeah. being friends with each other. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad we met in our adult lives. Once we got that shit out of our system. All right. That's yeah. Nemo punk 15. Go ahead, dude. I don't mean to interrupt what, you. I talk a lot. It comes from. It, uh, it's just one of those things that stuck around and every now and then I'm like, I should retire that, but it's attached to everything at this point. Yeah. What do you do? My, it's, one of my email addresses. 
My email is iregenetics at hotmail.com. I just came up with that one day. I needed an email address. I hit hotmail and I was like, oh, and now when I tell people, they're like, really, bro, you going to, are you going to ever going to upgrade? I got a yeah, Gmail, but hotmail, like it's not exactly an AOL address, but it's close. I, 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 I do check an AOL address occasionally. Anyway, yeah, my, my nieces ridicule me extensively for having a hotmail account. We're telling people how old we are, bro. You didn't want to reveal how many years ago you made that. Uh, email account, but we we're telling people we're hinting at them. Yeah. Mike, Mike wears Genco's still you guys. All right. Now Pueblo for sensible cannabis laws is another good place to go support Mike. That is a great place. Mike posts great stuff there. Uh, good friendly cannabis debates, a lot of good cannabis info. Uh, so check him out at Pueblo for sensible cannabis laws. Dude, you haven't been on, on a long time. The people have been asking for you. It is good to see you. Would you like to pay, uh, plug your Patreon page while I'm thinking about it? Sure. It's uh, patreon.com forward slash white Mike. Um, find me at uh, probably a link in the show notes. Make it easy for the people. There you go. As I'm editing and I hear that, I'll go type that in the notes that I create. I'll put that in the notes. Shout out to some of my supporters real quick because you gave me a chance to plug it easy. Um, Tree Star Meadow, uh, big thank you. Farmer Z, always appreciated. Locomotive Medical, love you guys. Lima Priest, thank you so much for the support. And grow from your heart podcast. Really appreciate the support, brother. Yeah, dude. I gotta, I gotta pay it forward. Shit rolls downhill, something like that. You're welcome, bro. Thank you for coming right. on the show, taking time. Uh, you, Mike, might not be on the show uh, as many episodes as we would like him, but he does contribute. Sometimes I'll just message Mike a couple things, like, "Hey, bro, what's the answer to this?" And he'll just trigger my brain. And so there you go, Patreon funding. I feel like it's the There's right thing to do. Some behind the scenes action, but yes. uh, I've been missing being on the podcast. I've been dragging my feet getting. Uh, the new office space set up and getting all the podcast equipment reassembled and episode 700 was the motivation I needed to get her done. I like that. Yeah. Mike was like 700s coming up, dude. What are we doing? I was like, we're going to zoom chat. What do you think we're going to do? Uh, I yep. like the new background. It's nice. And uh, I like the dark setup there. It's just dark enough to where you're not a floating head, but you are still mysterious. I have no idea what's happening three feet behind you. Yeah. One of the, one of the kids needed my other light source. Uh, <laughs> so I am shy one light source right now, but everything else is up and running and still functional after like so much stuff has happened since the last time I was on the podcast. There was major construction in this space. We had to tear concrete out with a jackhammer and install pumps. When you say there was a flood, everybody just goes, oh, like anybody that's had yeah. a basement flood, they go, oh, they, they feel empathetic or sympathetic or they get feelings and they understand like, yeah, I know what you mean, brother. So yeah, we, we understand that flood set you back quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing like finding four inches of water come pouring out of your concrete floor. That was a fun night. <laughs> uh, you said something about equipment, <clears throat> and I do want to reassure the people that this is the uh, a rare Zoom type video for me. Usually, I do have the multicam four camera, four uh, K camera. There were words in there that were meant to make sense. Multi camera, four K camera setup. That was really hard to say. Multiple four K cameras. Yeah, usually I have that going. This is a rare Zoom occasion. I'm using the, the MacBook camera here. It looks pretty good in my opinion. Uh, but uh, the other night, camera two, uh, I recorded a full show on it and camera two did not record. So I'm having both of those cameras. Uh, they're, they're in timeout right now. And then once they get fixed, we'll be able to do the episodes on those. And maybe, just maybe, there may be time uh, funding for an upgrade here because the Patreon folks have been helping us out so much for so long that it may be time to add another camera, a better camera. So I do assure you, I do promise this Zoom thing, this uh, one camera thing is not going to be forever. I know I've set expectations and I will deliver those. Um, yeah. Speaking of that, that's a good way to segue into this. Uh, big shout out. Thank you to the Patreon crew. Dude, how about the evolution of this podcast? That's a great segue. My next note is evolution of the show. Segue to the evolution of the show. I was going to say we, uh, while you were talking about getting the new cameras, I was going to say I was just over in the new recording space and it is looking amazing. Well, thank and, you. Uh, yeah, sitting here at episode 700, we've come a long way from that old coffee table. <laughs> uh, when you put your arms down, you'd almost feel like you got letters imprinted on it because people had written so many things that it had just like hieroglyphics like melted into it. Yeah, there was a lot of dabs stuck to it. Top of it, yeah. There was a lot of burn marks on that table. Uh, that the, table got a lot of use. The dabs stuck to the top of that table were felony weight in some states. Yes, you could probably scrape up enough uh, enough residual concentrates off that table to take a couple of fat dabs. The table did go through hell. Uh, big shout out to Oil Slick. One time I was on a live show on an Instagram live and Oil Slick came on and they're like, why don't you have a big 
<clears throat> excuse that. That's from the dabs before the show. And they're like, why don't you have a big oil slick pad for that table? And I said, cause you didn't send it yet. And he said, give me your uh, PO box and check that shit in a couple of days. And seriously, five days later, there's a big table sized oil slick pad in there. So that this was pretty awesome. Sized oil <laughs> Covered the entire table. It was perfect. So couldn't get, I just clean it real easy. Wipe it down with a little alcohol. It didn't mess anything up. It was great. But yeah. The, so we went from uh crappy recording. I used my old, uh, that first episode with you and Kevin is hilarious. I listen to it like at least once a year, just to remind myself where we, the show started. When people tell me that they're a new listener and they've gone back and they're like, I've listened to the whole catalog. I'm like, oh man. I'm like, thank you for the clicks and thank you for liking the show. But also dude, don't, don't, don't judge me. Like I'm so much better at this by now. Uh, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure what we were doing yet. I didn't know the, what the goal was. I wanted to have more of a hangout smoke party vibe but also I like teaching. So I kind of narrowed it down to me just giving you a good lesson. I feel like it's more, uh, more what I was trying to do, but I started using the old, that equipment I used came from when I was a drummer on the road. I had an independent yep. mixer for the drums. I used to have a big mixing board, all kinds of shit. I had compression because Wade was blowing out the mic on the old show we were on. I had compression, uh, that I had giant gates. rack of equipment. Yep. Yeah. And now, uh, well then, uh, then we upgraded to the Zoom H6, which was fun. I could get four mics on there. Um, man, I remember times we had like nine people on the show. There were the whole table was full, and then the little side table over there had people at it. That was a good time. Uh, now I've got room for four mics on one device. I'm just using the who took uh, the dry dab that day. Oh, the dry dab that day was sloppy. Big yeah, shout out to sloppy. our buddy Shampoo Sloppy Shampoo. I called him Shampoo, but a Shampoo Sloppy. Uh, yeah, it was sloppy. Uh, what were the numbers in his name? Nine sloppy. I don't remember the numbers. Sloppy always has numbers in his name, but big up to slop Dizzle. Uh, he took a big fat dry dab yeah, in a I podcast might've been episode 200 or 500. I don't recall. Of course the brain injury makes things wonky, but I had a bunch of people over garden of weed and crew was over Spence, Maddie, uh, Joe buzzy was here. Sloppy was here. And Sloppy sat down and took a fat dab out of a rig with no water in it. That was a that was an experience. The email had slow baked all the water out of the rig. <laughs> yeah, so it, it evaporated it wasn't everything. Even a cold glass rig. The the glass was warm enough to slowly bake water out of itself. <laughs> mm, yummy dabs, man. Um, oh, best time. Yeah, so we went from all that wonky recording equipment to the Zoom H6. To now I'm using a Zoom Pod Track Four. During the pandemic, I got inspired to, I don't remember what, around 560, I think I started doing videos and I was using the MacBook and just using the screen on the Mac. Uh, that was fun, but it didn't seem uh, as good as it could be. I knew I could do better. And it just having this weird frame of view was different. So I bought a camera and a real camera, and then I set up 4K camera. And then I bought a, I learned how to do that. I learned how to edit in Final Cut Pro. So I bought a camera, which resulted in buying a new computer because the camera uh, I dumped that file into the computer and the computer went, ah, that's funny. Yeah. So I had to go buy a brand new computer that could handle the editing and processing I was trying to do. And I was like, well, if I'm going to spend the money on that, let's fucking get another camera. And so I went to cam and now I'm running two Sony, uh, HD cameras. I got this mic going on. I feel like I upgraded a long way. I got the, the Joe Rogan mic. I can't forget about the, I just call it the Joe Rogan mic. It's the sure SM seven B, uh, upgraded to that multi-cam. I feel like we've come a long way. Uh, we have nearly You're still the sound guy at heart though it, it, you can't shake that the sound guy part of me yep oh no that's always going to be in me yeah that was yeah i've got a sound guy ear uh i'm not trained in sound guy stuff i've just done enough sound guy stuff to where yeah, it's ingrained in me i'm curious after the show i want to know what what where you what makes you think that what you see that or my sound guy stuff. no it's uh i it, right now, for a hundred dollars, I couldn't list a piece of equipment you named off other than like this because <laughs> that bitch failed on you like a hundred times. Oh, remember the old headphone amp that I wanted to throw through the wall several times? Yep, that there was, was. I'm trying to remember which piece of equipment had the lights that would hypnotize me when I got too baked. Oh, that's funny. That would probably was, was the compressor of audio lights that would bounce <laughs> and they would get real hypnotic when when the show got rambly. I love it. Then, yeah, then you would just get more rambly and it would get more hypnotic. Um, dude, we're close to 10,000 YouTube subscribers uh, for That's a little show that, yeah, 10,000 subscribers, 700 episodes. I had no idea. Uh, I, I thought maybe when we started, like 100 episodes would be the goal. And when we hit 100, I was like, 250 would be fun. And then at 250, I was like, yeah, 500 seems like a cool goal. And then at 500, something was like, 
Yeah, just do it, dude. It's it's working. Don't stop. Yep, by 500, I think everybody knew it was on, like, officially. This was just going to be a steady. Every Monday, you could count on it. I can't believe you haven't missed a Monday in 700 episodes, dude. Dude, haven't missed a Monday on the podcast, and I don't think I've missed a Monday on the Instagram live. Uh, I, that's false, because there was a time period where my Instagram account was deactivated. Yeah, and then sometimes they block me from going live. Uh, sometimes they close my inbox where I, I can read the messages, but I can't reply. Instagram, and they, they like to toy with us a little bit but uh yeah for the most part for 700 episodes like six years ish i have not missed a monday and i do my best to put out a show every thursday as well i think this actually comes out on a thursday so yeah Uh, thanks for noticing that bro i appreciate that uh it's it sometimes it's a struggle and sometimes people are like you want to go do this and i'm like ah no i got to record a podcast i'm like do that tomorrow and i'm like oh no 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 it's tuesday Mm -hmm. it's podcast day like the whole world might erupt yeah. Your inbox would never recover if you missed a Monday. That's that is the damn truth. Uh, and then the whole flow of everything would just be wrong. Um, I feel like I, I'm working my way through the notes here pretty good. The evolution of the show has been great. Um, the only thing left to do is like learn how to podcast better and then get more guests on. I need to get uh more people on. I need to be on more shows uh and maybe possibly some camera upgrades, but I think everything else, bro, the evolution is slowly happening pretty well. I am excited for the 710 show i've been hyping up the 710 and i said 710 show earlier and mike was like 710 it's not july dude it's the middle of winter it was right after a big dab he, he like exhaled and started talking about being hyped for the 710 show and i was like dude, poor guy dabbed himself six months into the future yeah no uh, number 710 not not the date of 710 for the july show yes in November. hey you got to be prepared brah uh if i don't start planning ahead no but how Episode number 710 is coming up. Uh, I find it, uh, maybe it's odd that I'm more excited about episode 710 than I was number 700 because 710, it's like, uh, that's like the new 420. So for a weed so podcast to get there. The proper, release, the proper celebration episode. Yeah. This is the got, milestone episode. I have a good idea. I'm going to have some friends from Discord send us some great questions and I have a concentrate maker or two in mind. Uh, I'm going to try to do this type of a setup with them. Uh, so there will be another Zoom Uh podcast coming up for 710 but it will be worth it if i get who i'm really trying to book onto the show i love Um, it good hash content is so rare and there's still a lot of just confusion and non-exposure when it comes to the modern hash so yes Um, the person i hope to have on i'm hoping that they can kind of teach us uh how to take our garden from uh from seed or clone all the way to smokable usable hash without breaking any laws without using any uh, illegal uh, solvents because they've made, if you're making butane hash at home, you're technically breaking the law. So he's going to teach us, I'm hoping they can teach us how to wash it, possibly press it, maybe find one person that washes, one person that presses, maybe the same guy will do both. Maybe two guys that do both and let them just give us a rundown of what they do. Uh, I've got a bunch of good questions lined up. I'm sure the Discord server, uh, my friends on Discord have a lot of good questions. Patreon will have good questions coming. Uh, Patreon guys, if you're watching this and gals, Patreon supporters. Uh, if you're watching this and you have good questions for a concentrate maker, go ahead and send them up on Patreon. We'll do my best to get those on the show for you. <clears throat> but that should be the gateway to getting me more people on the show. Uh, I've been hesitant, shy of, uh, I'm not a good interviewer, dude. I just, uh, I don't know. It's a weird time for it. And like, everything's just hard right now. Travel and getting people around places and the video chat's gotten substantially better than it was four years ago, but. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm just, uh, it's not the technology. Honestly, uh, all excuses. It's me, dude. I'm uh, I just, I'm not the best interviewer. Like you could send me questions and I'll have the list of questions. I just can't figure out how to fucking answer them. I'm better at just having a conversation, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I just need to do that with the interviewers. Uh, I'll get good at it, but hopefully this uh, 710 interview sparks my uh, inspiration to get some more people on to the show. If you guys out there have guests in mind uh, or you'd like to be a guest, send me an email or a Patreon. Email is growfromyourheart at hotmail.com. Send me a request to be on the show or a guest recommendation. If you send me a guest recommendation, send me two or three questions to go along with that guest so I have something to ask them, something to get the conversation flowing. If you are trying to be on the show, tell me what we're going to talk about. Uh, tell me why you stand out, why you are... Uh, why you're qualified. I know that sounds maybe uh, conceited or something, but tell me why you're qualified to teach my audience your knowledge, why we would have put you on the show. It's a platform. So 
Can't just let you come out here in your underwear and talk about crazy shit. Got to kind of qualify. Yeah, it that's first. my job. <laughs> Whoa. That's why I don't take people live on Instagram with me, dude. Uh, I'm on the Instagram yeah. live show every Monday and people are like, can I jump in your live? And I'm like, there's no way to preview this. I just hit live and you're with me and you could be, you could be in your underwear dude, or not in your underwear. You could be wearing less than your underwear. You could be naked and doing nothing. Or regular insane. Like there's, yeah. There's and, perfectly clothed insane. And then you're right there. And well, I can hit the X and get rid of you. But if you're naked, everybody already sent you naked and then it's too late. But that's why I don't take people live with me. If anybody was wondering. All right. Uh, <laughs> and we do need to get you on more, Mike. Um, I'm talking about guests and such. Oh, you just that's so funny. Right as you say, we need to get you on more. I hear the audio monitor go off behind me. Uh-oh. Are the kids cool? Everyone good? One of them's talking in his sleep, I think. Nice. Let's hear what he's saying, dude. Put him on the show. I'm not going to edit this out. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Shout they, out to Mike's kids. wondering where I'm at. Like, what just happened is where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, Mike's got two. Uh, 7.30 in the morning is early as fuck. Studly, handsome, fucking cool little guys. Those are, you're making cool little men, dude. I'm proud of you for that. Uh, they're going to be so cool bad. men. Yeah. Yeah, like I... Like even I noticed that like I'm doing a pretty awesome job with it. It's just it's exhausting. Like it's a 16 hour a day job. Yeah, yeah. And when it's like let's get three hours to podcast, it's like I just there's no energy left there. That's all right. We'll fire you up. We'll get you moving for a podcast. Big shout out to the boys for letting dad podcast. Also, big yeah. shout out to the wife. I don't know if she'll watch this or hear this, but fist bump to the wife for watching. Also, fist bump for the help you're giving me on that other thing I asked for help with. I appreciate you. Right. Big yeah, every day they get older, breaking away gets easier. Yeah, so for sure. We're getting there little by little by little. I can edit this out if I'm crossing any lines. You just tell me, but I never know until I ask. Um, when, uh, and I know there's not a number, but when do you think it's going to be time to um, explain to them and talk to them about cannabis? Well, sort of already have started, and like the oldest one's six and the younger one's three. And like right now it's just dad disappears into the garage, like for dad time. And, uh, the, <laughs> the older one, like he goes and takes a load time in his room. He goes and takes personal time, just Ooh. like I did <laughs> the thing people do. And so I've kind of talked to him a little bit, like very kind of surface level, you know, no details. Like it just, I'm out there doing stuff that like it's, it's for adults, not kids. Like it's just, that's where we're at with it right now. Like the, okay. the three-year-old's just like, he wants to do everything with me and he doesn't get oh, away. Yeah. I just yeah. from time to time. But your six-year-old, I'm going to interrupt you. Uh, your six-year-old dude, that's, he's not six, bro. He's fucking 16. Like when I yeah. talk to him, I'm like, what, how did, who am I talking to over here? This is not somebody's little kid. This is somebody's like uncle or somebody over here the the combination of um all of the medical procedures and stuff that he's had to go through in his uh, six years and covid just being home with me for a year and a half like just hanging out with me i was his his playmate like i was the the daycare kids i was the teacher's aide like all of it like that shit had an impact <laughs> like the way he oh, talked yeah. the world is directly um framed by those two things yeah that makes a they huge got, difference yeah, he's not hanging out with um, cartoon watching booger picking kids. He's hanging out with dad all day long. That's kind of cool. Dude, I see it. I'm not trying to talk. I'm not trying to make this the fatherhood podcast, but uh, it was a right. good opportunity to ask, like, when do we start talking about our kids about smoking herb? Like, just because I like your, uh, your, your, uh, your model of parenting. We're very much um, like my wife and I, we, uh, we sort of helped raise two of our nieces already. They're in their 20s now. Um, but we were not parental but like parental adjacent figures for them for their whole lives and we just went with brutal honesty was the whole point like you have to put it in the context it's age appropriate but um just we don't lie to them we just we frame it appropriately and so it's not daddy's outside doing dabs <laughs> dad's taking personal time we're going to give dad 15 or 20 minutes and then that'll line right about up with dinner being ready and <laughs> all right <laughs> just roll right through it 
we do the same thing with wine or, or alcoholic beverages. You know, it's adult juice. Don't worry about it. You don't need to. Okay. They don't like the smell of it. They're not interested in it or anything. Uh, my daughter is 18. And yep, I know. Oh, dude. Yeah. I was going to say, I know she dabs. She dabs with her friends. She dabs at, at uh, the house. Um, I don't necessarily buy her flowers or concentrates, but if she needs something, like I'll give her a ride to the dispensary, but I won't go in and get it for her. Like I don't like, I'm not against it or anything. And if I really had to, I would, but there's gotta be some, like when I was her age, dude, we had to go find weed. Like you had to find somebody with weed and then you had to have money to get weed. And then you had to buy the weed and pick all the fucking seeds out of it before you could smoke some of it. Like, I don't care that she smokes. I'm happy. Go for it, dude. Chill out. Have a good time. But I'm not going to make it super easy. Like you got to do some of it. Like I'm not going to show up with, with a bag of weed for her, but uh, if she spent some of her birthday money on a bag of weed, I don't care. Like that's kind of how I feel about it. Like part of me wishes the, the current generation had to go through some of the shit that we did when we were teenagers to, to acquire herb. And part of me is really glad they don't have to. Cause like, yeah, we got lucky kind of, yeah. Like it only got ugly and scary a couple of times. Right. Oh, I wouldn't want my daughter messing with a couple of my weed guys from back in the day. Oh, hell right. No. But like, yeah, I don't want my kids driving three hours because <laughs> that's where the weed's the best price. Like the three hour drive is worth the $75 savings. Yeah. Now, now she goes to the dispensary down the street and she's 18 yep. and got a weed card so she can go in there and get, get plenty. To and like keep all the her. crap. Like if there were rocks and stuff in the pound, like what was sprayed on it? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I, I always troll her. I'm like, you've never even picked seeds out of weed. Like I always want to just like get her weed and throw a bunch of seeds in it and be like, now dig that shit out of there before you smoke. See, that's what it used to be like. But she's yeah, rad. So I, I don't remember do it. smoking with somebody and they would scissor stuff off a brick into a metal colander and then grind on it with like a, a pedestal from a mortar and pestle. Oh yeah, yeah. Herbs, and so you'd have the little colander, and you just grind around this lump of compacted herb. Yeah, yep. And then one day somebody showed up with real weed, and I was like, "What? Do you, what do you have? I'm like this yeah. is kind bud, not compressed brick weed." And I was like, "Well, let's smoke that." And my brain went. Yep. And then it was then everybody on. Everybody the party slept for seven hours. Yeah, yeah. Well, then I had to learn where to get it, and then I had to learn how to grow it. And then I had to learn really? how to breed it. And that's bad, dude. That's where we are today. Yeah. Somebody showed up with some really good weed and it blew my fucking brains. Um, yeah. So that was a weird segue from asking when you're going to uh, talk about cannabis with your kid. I can't wait to uh, uh, smoke a fat one with both of them. Like, oh, I can't the wait. time will come. It's a long wait, but like, it's, it's an event I'm desperately looking forward to. I got to beat the older one in a foot race. Uh, he thinks he can run faster than me, you guys. That ain't happening. <laughs> it's so funny. Every time I mention you or he sees something uh, with your face on it, because I've got I read merch all over the place. Uh, he's like, I still have to race him. He owes me a <laughs> I do. I owe the kid a foot race. Yep, yep. I do. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, I can't wait, dude. He's, he's super rad. All right, we've been talking about kids a lot. I don't remember what I was rambling about. I had a segue. It fell out of my brain. Um, parents is an excellent sort of little piece of the show that we can do when I'm on. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, because it's why you're never here. So it, it correlates right. very well. And, like it's an interesting balance that I think I get it from older people in my family that are like, so how are you the pot guy and like the good dad? And it's like, well, it's, ex it's that you just said it. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's yeah. not hard. Like, my grow room is is it the kids? Like it's not complicated. The grow room's locked and secured and in another place, and the kids are up there doing their thing. It's like two different, yeah, two different segments of life. Yeah. Like how they, to, they how do cops be good parents? You know what I mean? Online called a gun cabinet. Yeah. And it's like a gun safe, but it's cheaper. Oh, you cut out, Mike. So Nobody can hear what you're saying, but I don't even think you can hear me. So right now in the podcast, it'll just be me talking over for you. Um, now you're totally froze. I'm just going to keep talking for a couple of seconds, guys, because it looks like Mike is totally frozen. Uh, we'll give him a minute to recover. He's yep, tapping us. Back. There you go, brother. Welcome back. Uh, you were talking go? about gun cabinet. They got a oh, gun yeah, cabinet. You, 
you get a thing online called a gun cabinet and like it's like a gun safe but it's way lighter and mine came perfect it's got a little section for my little two-foot bong and it's got little shelves for my weed and my hash and my gummies and it's got a nice easy key system super simple like that's perfect keep everything away from the little ones that's all you got to do in the house is not at all complicated yeah yeah it's a big house and even if it wasn't there's there's more than one room yeah well that's it's one of those things like when you're thinking about laws is you got to have a place to go smoke if you're in an apartment like and that was how i got people to make it legal to smoke on porches down here as i just pointed out like what about apartment smokers you really want parents sitting and stuck in an apartment because that's where it's only legal to smoke like let the parent go outside very true yeah let the parent go outside that's immediately change that in the law before we pass it uh did you hear the grateful dog episode mike I did. I greatly enjoyed it. I've been waiting for that episode for years. I kind of wanted to get you on it, but also knew that that episode would have been three times as long if I put you on there. So I just it did. Would have been longer. Yes. Yes. Definitely. So I just did it by myself. Um, what, what, uh, what would you have contributed, bro? You got a big smile on your face when I asked you about it. Oh, it I was just that- such a fun episode to listen to. Cause so when he's talking about like, I got seeds from such and such, like I remember sitting in his, his basement um smoking or bagging up weed and him sitting there should i get this for this genetic or that genetic well they have these five on the website like which three should i order um these ones got seized had to order them again <laughs> which ones arrived what dumbass merch was sent with the seeds like i remember oh, all yeah it's like there was a, a line in the episode where you talk about uh rolling up joints before going to red rocks for Ray Guy on the Rocks, and I distinctly remember sitting at your kitchen table grinding herb for you to roll joints with, knowing that you were going to Ray Guy on the Rocks and me not at all being interested in Ray Guy <laughs> on the Rocks. But we were hanging out smoking and recording that night, so I'm sitting there with the grinder for hours while you roll up 40 dubs. Yep. Like, yeah, we used to... Uh, I, remember, I remember the Easy Cloner showing up, and you hit that part in that episode too. Like, yeah. Those fun little evolutions I was there for. It was just a fun episode to hear. Cool. Plus, the Grateful Dogs still my favorite of your genetics. Well, I'm glad you said that before I had to uh, ask you if it was your favorite. I love hearing that that's your favorite. I'm mad there's not a Grateful Dog shirt. Like, um, <laughs> I don't know what that shirt would be. But it would shirt- be a picture of Jerry Garcia and David Grisman because it's a band name. So I can't really make my own shirt of a I'll band make name. My favorite shirt uh, or my favorite strain of shirt I don't want to wear. Yeah, well, it's, I can't do it. I can't make it because I'd probably get right. sued by whoever owns the Grateful Dead's stuff, Jerry's stuff, <laughs> David Grisman's stuff. Yeah. Uh, or, it's, but if anybody out the, there wants to make a bootleg Grateful Dog shirt, I wear an extra large and Mike's probably into a 3X at this point. Yeah, give or take. The pandemic's been rough. But he Delicious. quit smoking. Hey, he quit smoking. So we'll give him that credit. Yeah, right at the start of this fucking thing, too. Now it looks like you just smoke bacon. In March. (laughs) We cook. That's what we do. It's like, it's part of the routine with the kids is just we cook all goddamn time. Yeah. Delicious, wonderful food that there's a lot of. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I really want to go off on a Grubhub rant, but we'll keep the show positive today. Um, (laughs) uh, I don't have a lot more notes. I do have one more good question for you. Um, and I should have thought about my answer before I asked you this, because I don't have an answer to this question right now. Um, do you have a favorite product of the year? We're wrapping up this year. Uh, it's almost Christmas time as we're recording here. Uh, it's been a good year. Do you have a favorite, uh, medical or recreational cannabis product from this year? The rec products I buy the most, I don't know. Favorite. Oh, you just completely cut out. That's really funny. Uh, I'm trying to get his attention. You guys, I'm waving at him. There you go. Uh, we'll, I'll just talk till he comes right back in. Um, he's leaning toward the mic. He's shaking his head. But you guys right now, send me a tweet or an email and tell me what your favorite product was. There we go. We're getting him back. Tell me what your favorite uh, medical or recreational cannabis product was this year. What got you zooted? What worked best medical or recreationally for you? Uh, and I will let Mike continue on with his story of his favorite product of the year so the the stuff i buy the most often is either taste buds gummies taste they're buds. a rec part product that is spectacular um and then uh 
green dot black label stuff. The the batters and the cartridges. Bro. Yeah. That would be my favorite product of the year as well. They do not pay me. I pay cash for these products straight up. Um, this particular dispensary gives me a discount. The deal has nothing to do with Green Dot. It's because I was the first customer to shop in this dispensary when they opened for recreational cannabis sales. So I've got kind of a VIP hookup there. But honestly, uh, that's full disclosure. They gave me the VIP pricing. I don't get these for free. Green Dot does not uh, pay me promote advertise anything dude, but i pick fucking retail and i'm still shouting them out yeah dude, that's, that's delicious and uh the funny part is you're like well rasta jeff you get that fat discount why don't you go get some for mike because i buy my damn limit <laughs> i buy the limit and mike knows i'm getting eight of them when i go the limit is eight. so funny we uh we can't find the time to get on zoom for an hour like if we could get to the dispensary together huh. yeah because uh you don't get your lemon. I'd have you get me some flowers so that I could try. Right. They had a flower there that I wanted the other day, but I was like, well, I'm not going to miss a gram of concentrates to try those flowers. The limit's tight now, especially with edibles. And I've been going through a, a boatload of those gummies. So I've <laughs> like, I walk in and I'm like, give me two of those, two of those, two of those, two of those. And they're oh, like, yeah. please stop saying things so that I don't have to cut you off right yeah <laughs> then they realize when you stop like oh this guy knows what's up big shout out to uh, my buddy ricky one of the best blood tenders in town i don't often shout out blood tenders big shout up to out ricky. ricky yeah you know who i'm talking about it's a good dude uh not just a good blood tender but a good dude um yeah dude the green dot black label is probably my product of the year anything with the uh what did i have just the other day damn i just finished it the fatso dude i had a jaw four gram jar of fatso Anything with the GMO, the garlic, the Han Solo burger, anything in that realm from them, uh, uh, fucking I'll take it, dude. I love it. Uh, I love the, I think you had a jar of the holy fuck. I love it. Yep, I've had so favorite. much of it. I've had so much of it. I, I'll pass. Like I'll buy something different. If they got the holy fuck and something else, probably take something else just because I spent so much of it. That gram I, I just held up, I've been saving, and I saved it until tonight. I rewarded myself by finally getting my podcast stuff set up with a gram uh, or a nice little dab out of that, and it was that's what I was coughing on when you uh, when you let me into the meeting. <laughs> nice. I love it. When I opened up the Zoom meeting, Mike hits the, uh, the let me into the damn Zoom meeting button, and I look up to let him in, and I click accept, and then all I hear is, I'm just got my hand up. <laughs> Mike's just taking a big old fat bong rip. Yeah, he's got his hand like, one moment, sir. I got you, buddy. I got you. Shout out to the little blue rig. Yeah, dude. I'm, I don't want to jinx myself. This rig, uh, this rig has been around. Dude, I need to clean my banger. I need to clean the rig. But this thing, uh, mm -hmm. this that thing. That little sidecar has been. People talk about their favorite rig and shit. I like it. It's just the right size. It's got the flared mouthpiece, so I don't have to like put my mouth on a phallic shaped thing it's nice and short all the smoke goes down the stem and to my brain dude i love it love it love it love it yeah all right bro we've been going for like 30 minutes um at the end of these podcasts when i've gone through all of my notes i like to give you the mics moments it's been a long year you don't get to be on here very often and if i need to edit this out i can if i gave you a microphone <laughs> and some time to yourself and i was like mike go ahead and ramble about whatever you want to get off your chest today what kind of shit would you have to say? That's so tricky because uh, one of my my hesitancies uh, getting my setup going, one of the the little procrastination tools I've been throwing around in my head is like I just try not to bring random politics stuff to the show. But um, the Safe Banking Act, if you follow stuff going on in Congress, they were going to give legal cannabis access to banking. Um, some people were all for it. Others are against it. Um, even in the community, there's there's weird resistance because everybody's afraid of the corporate takeover, which will be hastened by full access to banking. But that failed again, which is disappointing. The community is still so fragmented that they can kick our issues down the down the street for decades and nothing really happens. Fear of the bank being able to be involved is what is keeping your business afloat. Your business plan is wrong. You got to re-strategize if that's what's worrying you. Right. If that's your argument for not being able to use the banks. Uh, that's that's a uh, that's a an got, insecurity. That's a weird fear. That's a poorly planned for. You can fix that. 
Like it's you know, yeah. There's a a major kind of I don't know stumbling block in legal cannabis right now is an access to capital. Um, we can't go to the bank and get a business loan. You have to know somebody with private capital, or you have to have um, private investment, and it's just a brutal system to survive. I mean, it's cutthroat. It's why owners are so stereotypically douchebaggy. Like it's, it's that's who's who's funding it right now. It's not somebody trying to pay off a business loan over forty years. It's right somebody looking to to triple their investment quick and get out of the new hot thing. That explains a lot of a thing that I talk about on this show often. Um, uh, the commercial industry can beat the shit out of a grower with passion because uh, I became a lead grower, and this has happened in more than one environment. And once you're in the uh, commercial industry, you realize it's kind of a joke. It's kind of a trend. There's an owner who has finagled some money out of somebody, some people, a group, a, a person with money. He's gotten an owner has investors, maybe multiple investors. Uh, then the owner has uh, probably two investors. Then they've got a lead grower and a grow team. And they're telling different stories to everybody because that investor every day wants their money back. The grower's telling them, I need nine weeks to get it done. They're telling the grower that they're going to, they just, so it's that pressure from that investor that's all causing of a sudden all the weirdness. All of a sudden they're asking the grower if they can shorten the flowering time to six weeks. And it's like, that's not how fucking nature works. Yeah. They tell the investor we'll have it done in eight weeks. The grower says nine. They tell me I got to have it done in seven when it doesn't reach the harvest goals because we took it down two weeks early because the fucking owner of the place was getting uh, ridiculously overzealous. It doesn't reach the goals or the potency. Then the investor gets mad about us not making the money we should have made. Like it's a weird dynamic. If we could get those real bank loans, uh, and have actual like different everything would, yeah, would be different with, yeah. with a decent fucking APR and actually just get a loan. Know that we got to pay this back over this time because we have to sell this much product. That means our first year we could struggle. By year two and three we could be going. By year five we're banging. By ten we're all paid off. Like you can make that kind of plan. But when you got crazy investors, uh, it goes kind of weird sometimes. You don't get to do all the things that you were hoping. Um, yep. And sometimes they dangle more money over you. They're like, oh, we'll give you more money after your first harvest. And you harvest and they don't give it to you. And you promise people bonuses. And then there's no bonuses to be given because you didn't get the money. Anyway, that's- yeah, And everything's so tight because it's all private capital. And it's just it's just one of the, one more thing that's, it's how many different things we have to overcome. <laughs> yeah, right. And there's so many of us. It's, it's one in three Americans. So there's 120 million of us. And if we could all just get together for 45 minutes on one Wednesday, everything would be different. You know, it's just the random stoner thought of the night. I like it. No, that's what I gave you this, uh, this Mike's moments, this open platform. That's what it was for. Uh, any of the people that don't like listening to the politics, uh, they got to listen to a good 30 minute show and then they can, uh, not, uh, not hear this part if they're not into it and we don't have to listen to their comments. Yeah. They and got it's a good show to start. Like everybody gets down on politics, but it's like how everything functions. Like I was just scanning headlines and I don't have the time right now that I used to have to really keep up on like every state's path through legalization. But I saw that New York just had a whole bunch of counties or I think they call them counties in New York, a whole bunch of geographical squares of space. Imaginary um, borderlines opt out or refuse to opt in to legal cannabis. So they're going to be like Colorado where you can buy urban in Manitou, but not Colorado Springs, or you can get urban Pueblo, but not in um, Walsenburg. I think you can get weed in Walsenburg, but yeah, I, I there's guess 60 saying, some but... counties in Colorado where you still can't buy herb. You've got to drive to the next County over in some counties. It's made ridiculously rich because it's a small County next to a big County. And the big counties refuse to opt in, so the little counties never see more funding, like Trinidad. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you're not involved, especially at the local level, like just weird stuff happens, and you don't want to miss out on this. You don't, especially if you only go to the dispensary a couple of times a year. You don't want to have to drive three counties over. Right, and pay ridiculous taxes. Uh, yep. Plenty of people drive to another county just to avoid. 30, 32, 35% taxes on cannabis. When you're buying a product that costs 200 bucks, that's 60 bucks in taxes. If you didn't have to pay that, imagine how much more product you could leave with. It, uh, 
the taxes right now are incredibly brutal because it's still illegal federally. So federal tax rule 280E applies and you can't deduct all the normal expenses from your business taxes. Like that's where the industry's health insurance is right there. Oh yeah. That's the health insurance money. That's the bonus money. That's the raises money. It's just one of those things. I still love legal cannabis. I wouldn't go back for anything. Like I laugh at people pretending that they'd go back to illegal herb. Oh no, we don't. Unless you were a home grower back then, like everybody else is way better off. And then you should have evolved by now. You should be leading a dispensary or at least being a a top-notch grower at a dispensary or a consultant. You should have evolved and adjusted and adapted because those times are changing. Uh, Maybe that's a good heads up to people who are in markets which are about to change or have recently changed bro if you're an illegal grower and you're just doing the black market thing there will always be a demand and a need for the free market but a lot of those are going to go away you may want to re-strategize you may want to come up with something new because eventually a lot of those gray market free market opportunities those disappear when the legal market comes so be ready yeah, for all and that. then the squeeze comes quick i mean i remember and it doesn't seem like that long ago but like me and jeff said earlier we're old now older now um you used to be able to make a perfectly respectable living with four or five lights three or four lights even um if you ran a tight ship you could have three or four grow lights in a house and have a set of regular customers and make a perfectly respectable living oh yeah and that went away about an hour and a half after legalization landed (laughs) and you started to see like, do you remember all the people who tried to make a dispensary in their living room? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Nailed shelves to the wall and had jars up. And yeah. For it's... a minute there, that was how half of our town survived. We're going to talk yeah. about that a lot more, Mike. I've got another episode planned. I should give you a heads up now. Um, my goal is to have episode 719 about our city and the cannabis oh, rescue. Oh, that's beautiful. That our the city 719 episode? That's yes, beautiful. Yes, we'll make it about our, our area code here is 719, folks. So we're going to do 719. We'll be about cannabis in the 719. We'll talk about how many jobs we've provided uh, and how things have gone like that. And something I'll let Mike talk about. So Mike, when that's we get fantastic. done here, start writing. Yeah, you just gave me a bunch friend. of homework. So Mike, we were talking about some greedy people. Uh, in my opinion, it would just be greedy people would be the people that did not want legalization to happen. I would never undo legalization. People in jail for cannabis is like fucking that that is that's a word that we're not supposed to say yes yeah that's a word we're not supposed to say anymore in this time time of the year and this climate and this culture is how i feel about that um yeah people should be able to consume cannabis and not have fear of getting locked up just for smoking a plant people can do we should be able to do most of whatever we want if it doesn't bug anybody so i'd never undo that that's not something i would change i changed a lot of my uh a lot of my world it made me grow dude it made me, that's yeah. funny. It made me grow. Uh, I didn't even mean it that way. <laughs> it made me grow as a person. It made me grow. It made me grow business-wise in a lot of ways. It made me grow commercially, but it made me grow uh, as an adult, as a person, as a business person. Otherwise, what what are, what are we going to do? What was I going to do? Just sell weed forever, grow weed and sell weed forever? I had to evolve and move with the times. I couldn't just have a, that couldn't be my hustle forever. I did learn other things and evolve. Yeah, at a certain point, that would have gotten really old. Yeah. Um, I was tired of it when it was ending. I was done with it when it, that's why it, yeah, that's why it we evolved. Done with it by the time it went away. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, watching all the different, different evolutions has been really cool. Um, still wishing more people would get involved. It's, uh, um, if we could just come together for like five minutes, community, is <laughs> we got ten thousand subscribers to the show. Like everybody, tell two friends about the Grow From Your Heart podcast. And- yeah, that's that's a good segue. Uh, this is a good time to like and subscribe. Mike's Mike's high and running out of steam. I can see it on his face. Uh, but do yeah, like yeah, it's and like subscribe. one in the morning and seven a.m. was a long time yeah, ago. It's, it's all right. I pumped some energy back into it. Well, Mike is saying like and subscribe right now, and then have two friends like and subscribe <laughs> also. Like I gave you uh, your Mike's moments. Uh, it is getting pretty late here. You are correct. I still do have some editing work to do. We got to put some fanciness at the start and end of this show, polish some up the sparklies. video a little bit. Yeah, they like the sparkly stuff. Big shout out to everybody who uh, gives me comments about the musical selections and the cool shit that I've been trying uh, to do at the start and end of the show. I appreciate that. It's a little bit of work, so I like that you noticed. Um, I gave you your moments. Uh, you got any final things to add to this show? Number 700, bro, before we start wrapping it up. 
Um, just again, the show's been looking and sounding great. The the investments yeah. you're making in the tech are paying off. The hours you spent learning to edit the video are paying off. Um, <laughs> I'm digging the music in and out, but I miss the original. Like ah, uh, the Mystic Roots song. Yeah, I miss yep. that too. But I'm tired of getting flagged by YouTube every time I use it. Mystic right. Roots and no, I have like I know why it's not a thing, but like. Every time I go to click on an episode, there's a little piece of my brain that goes, play the song, play the song. I hope yeah, it plays the song. Yeah. Oh, it's not the song. Then I get excited to hear what's in the place of it. Okay. Because it changes all the time now. Yeah, I try to rotate. I've got a few songs that are about 22 seconds, 18 to 22 seconds that fit the intros. <laughs> try to play those little clips and things. Uh, big shout out to the people that send me music, make music. Sometimes I make a lot of those myself. I'm not trying to toot any horns, but uh, yeah, the, thank you, bro. I appreciate it. I can't play the Mystic Roots song. They're friends of mine. I've got like express written permission and YouTube does not give a shit. YouTube's like, we yeah, don't care YouTube that they give you care. permission. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The The record label has given me permission and YouTube just does not care. Uh, it's kind of funny. I'm like, hey, look, Coot, they're giving me a warning for using your music. And he's like, sorry, bro. There's nothing you can do about it sitting across the room from me. It just doesn't matter. Right. Weird music industry stuff. All right. We are, I am rambly. I don't know about you. You look like uh, you've had enough of podcasting today, so it is time to wrap up this show. Make sure you guys follow Mike. Send him thanks and love for uh, being on this episode. We'll get him back more. I won't be midnight when we start recording. We'll give him some more energy. We'll put some coffee and some Red Bull in. Mike, keep him fired up. Uh, follow Pueblo for Sensible Cannabis Laws on Facebook. Check him out on Twitter, NemoPunk15. Dude, um, you haven't been on the show lately, but the show would not have made it to 700 episodes without you, so I do appreciate you. Uh, thank you, man. Thanks for being on number 700. Thanks for making it a fun, cool show. Thank you. And congratulations again, man. 700 is a huge milestone. Hell yeah, bro. I uh, look forward to getting you on uh, at least 719. You write the 719 show uh, and then we'll put you on 750, 800 and episode 1000 and 1500. We're going to keep on trucking you guys. So uh, keep checking us out. Make sure you follow Mike on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. I think I'm going to do all the wrap-up part of the show unless you got something to say, Mike. Wrap us up, bud. Wrap have a us good night, everybody. up. Uh, thank you, Mike. Um, everybody else, if you have any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, uh, once again, the email address is hotmail.com. Don't be shy. Send me your feedback. I love hearing from the listeners, the audience. I consider you my friends. Thanks for the updates, the info. I can't improve if you don't tell me how to improve. Um, also, patreon.com forward slash heart. All the information you need to support the show will be right there on the screen. For any more links, details, information, make sure you check out the website at irigenetics.com. That's all I've got for you for this episode. Once again, big thanks to Mike. Big thanks to you listening. Uh, I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. I want to give a big shout out to my friend, Billy Podunk. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me. (laughs) 